Are you a youth out in the street? Well, this is time for you to get educated by a show called Link up every Saturday, 13 to 14 hours. Brought to you with compliments from Children's Radio Foundation. Wave FM, the rhythm of life. Good afternoon and welcome to your favorite radio show, Youth Link Cup. It's a very, very good afternoon because we are about to discuss something, something good and special. My name is Olivia Simtinta and of course I'm not in alone in the studio. I am joined with my fellow youths and our special guests of which they are going to introduce themselves. Starting from you, my lady. And myself, my name is Awani Gabriel, and I'm at Amatempa Gabriel Chastembo here on WFM. Here we have William Siajitola Kamali. And now our special guest. My name is Avenzo. Okay, so today is topic we are discussing intestinal worms. Today we are discussing intestinal worms. If at all, please do carry, get your paper and your pen, of which I'm sure you, you would love to drop down something uh, to help you recall everything that we're going to discuss today. So please carry your um, paper and book. And of course, um, during the callers, as in uh, if time yakafika, whereby we'll be getting calls from you, the listeners out there, we will require to get, um, if you don't mind, Mzatu how So now I'm going to leave it to this young lady so that we can start with our first um, uh, part one so that we can understand what intestinal worms are. Bit more. 
because the first person said we're going to talk about um, intestine, intestines, and we have some questions. What are intestines? Is that for me? Yes. Okay. Intestinal worms, they are just basically worms that live in the intestines. They live in the intestines of human beings, and that is our focus today. There are some worms that also live in other living things, like dogs, cows, and other things. But today, our focus is to look at worms that live in human beings. Just worms like those ones that appear uh, during the rain season. You know, the ones that we see when there's a lot of water, such worms. But now, they are found in the human beings' intestines. That's why they are called intestinal worms. So that is to say, worms that are living in the intestines of human beings. That is the way I would probably answer the question. Okay. Are we having some questions from you guys? Actually, it's not a question. It's just a contribution to our listeners. Because when we talk about these intestinal uh, worms, tukamba pari moloko yangu tika kamba tinjoka zamu mara kuzakubebi ya kutimua na kakosomo na kudiansi makochoka kanjoka mkamwe. Njoka zizima pizika mara mwaba na na bakuru ngi etepi ketikamba polir. Yes, maybe our listeners would like, would love to hear the local language name for the intestinal worms. Okay. Um, the um, first of all, there are several of them. There are different types of worms that you find in the intestines of human beings, and uh, I'm very familiar with the the, the English terms. Okay. Yeah, the common ones, for example, they are what we call round worms. In medical language, we call them ascalis from recorders, <laughs> the, the, the round worms. And um, we also, the common, uh, the other common intestinal worm is, um, is a category of worms called hookworms. They also stay in the intestines. Apparently, these hookworms, they tend to hook into the intestines and then they suck out some blood from your intestines and, you know, that's that hence the hookworms, but they are two different types. Then there's also another common type we call whipworm. Is the trichurus, trichurus. That's a medical term. Don't worry about these medical terms, uh, but that's what they are called. So using the local words, mm, I think my colleague, my friend here, yeah. Describe them correctly to say that manjoka manjoka zamumala. Bemba, they are popularly known as uh, insokanda. Yeah, exactly. Uh, insokanda. insokanda. Yeah, that's another. I, I've heard that word before. Intonga. Olamba msangoni. Ah, zingatoziamba wogotini nzogaziamuita. Yeah. So, yeah, the local names are difficult, and I think maybe that's what makes these disease or these problems is neglected because we don't even know. We don't even have names for their local names. You can imagine HIV. <laughs> HIV is called what in local name? Mm-hmm. At least in Tonga, no, 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 no. Higali lege, yeah? Yes, that's AIDS. Yeah, oh. AIDS came recently. I mean, that's relatively new disease, and now we have COVID. I'm sure it has also a name. Eh? Yes, Yodwarisa. Mm-hmm. That's the name. That's what they call it. But these worms, they are not known locally. That is part of how they are neglected. Okay, so can you tell us more about this? In Sokanda. 
Okay, so just like I said, I was just mentioning their names. Now, um, these worms, they will cause problems in us as human beings. I will describe, I will explain how we end up with worms in the stomach. But uh, I wanted to begin by, maybe I should start by discussing how we end up with worms in the intestines. So usually for these worms that sit in the stomach, in the intestines, we swallow them. We swallow their eggs. They produce eggs, very little eggs, small, small things that we cannot see. We see them through microscopes. But they tend to stay on our fingers, especially if you, you know, keep your fingers and your hands and clean and with the long nails and so on. So you will keep some little eggs of these worms on your fingers and you contaminate your food as you eat, you swallow these little eggs and then they hatch inside your intestines and then worms come out of those little eggs then the, the, the worm begins to grow and feeds on the food that you are eating yourself and uh, that's how they grow, they grow as big as this size of a cable Okay. Yeah, they can be as big as this cable. I, I'm sorry, our listeners cannot <laughs> see, but someone else can help me describe the size. But uh, they will grow as large as this in the intestines, and it will not be one. There will be many of them, many of them, and usually, if they're untreated, after a long time, they block the intestines. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because then they will, uh, you will have a bunch of worms, as, as many as you can see these cables there entering through that hole, and that's how these worms will, will grow. Okay. Yeah. So, do you have anything to say? Uh, yes, personally, I have a, uh, a question on what you said. To say, normally the these intestinal worms they come uh, due to what we eat. Now, uh, when you look at uh, when we eat cooked meat, mm -hmm. doesn't it mean that when that meat it is being cooked, everything there it is uh, getting uh, actually it is getting. Um, it is dying mm -hmm. because of the the hot temperature inside there. Yes. So now, what wha what what can cause us to have the intestinal worms when everything has died due to the hot temperature? Okay, that's a that's an interesting question. Yes, indeed. I mean, that is why it's important for us to eat cooked food, very well cooked food. Then you destroy the eggs and sometimes the worms that you find in your food. But the common source of these infections is the dirty that comes from the soil. And now it is the mango season. And so you just mm -hmm. pick a mango that you found in the, in the ground, and in the ground there were another boy who had passed through there. Before the mangoes became ripe, he passed his stool just under the tree, and then he had worms, worms that he were laying eggs, so in his stool he will leave uh, the eggs on the soil, and then the mango drops, and then you pick it from there, contaminated with these eggs, then you ingest it, and then you take the worms, the that process I explained earlier, where the eggs will hatch. So the point I'm explaining here is that uh, uncooked food, and uh, obviously poor personal hygiene, not cleaning your hands, not washing the food that you eat, eating raw food, these are the reasons you get these worms. Okay. Um, can we get some signs and symptoms after the worms are in the stomach and have hatched? 
Yeah, of course, yes. Uh, you get uh, quite a few symptoms. And, uh, you know, sometimes, many times, by the way, we have these worms growing, they grow, they become big until there is congestion inside. They start competing among themselves. When they begin to compete for food among themselves, they start moving. Occasionally, they will move up, and then it comes through your mouth. Occasionally, you swallow, you, you, you cough it out because it's moving up your throat, and then you, it stimulates you a cough and then you cough it out. Occasionally, many times, they are passed through stool when you go to the toilet and then you see the worms, they are passed in stool and you see mothers panicking, especially youngsters. Mothers panicking and coming through, and so on. They're just worms that they pass mm-hmm. in stool. So those are some of the, the problems that you see. But they will give you occasionally cramps, abdominal cramps and pain. They could uh, The pain will come from the... Uh, the, the obstruction of the worms when they're too many and also sometimes they make your intestines begin to try and move them out and yet they fail they can't expel them so you feel abdominal cramps they can also cause problems they can cause obstructions to for example the pancreas the pancreas and the liver the liver has a there's pipes that lead into the intestine so you can imagine a worm can be curious and begin to go into into the opening of the liver and blocks the liver secretions it can cause problems of, of the pancreas and uh, you you know uh, occasionally nausea and you could vomit so these are some of the things you'll see they are not a common thing until the worms are extremely severe there are too many uh, we have we have people saying that when they are coming through your mouth then you bite them they are poisonous is that true there is no non evidence about that. I think these are part of uh, the myths, yeah. So um, misconceptions, yeah, and misconceptions indeed, yeah. So um, uh, there is no non evidence. You know that if you bite it, you you get poisoned by it. So, do you have any questions from my fellow? Uh, I'm satisfied. Really. Okay. We are satisfied. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. So we are going to go on a break. was our part one of intestinal worms we were only understanding now let us go into more details about these intestinal worms please kindly welcome our second host for today Welcome back here to the second part. My name is William. Now, to begin my second part, the question is that what are the causes of 
intestinal worms and why so basically what are the causes of these intestinal worms that's for me yes, yes. okay um, just as we earlier discussed, the cause for it are just worms that go into your intestines. So they must find a way into your intestines. And uh, my earlier explanation describes how these worms get into there. So uh, as I said, uh, we eat, we swallow the eggs. I will simply put it as simple as that. An egg of an, a worm, you swallow it, you take it. It's very small. You don't see it usually. It is in your hands, in your food, in your raw mango. It is in your vegetables that are not properly cooked. And occasionally when we eat um, salads, uh, you know, some of this cabbage is raised in very, very fertile soil. Very fertile soil, it means it has what? A lot of worms. Yes. It, actually, it has a lot of uh, <laughs> fecal material, both from cows and human beings. Okay. You know, like sewages are a very yes. good place for growing vegetables. Yes. So if you got a, a cabbage from there and cut it and eat it as a salad, <laughs> very likely that you will end up with swallowing eggs of worms. And once they are in your intestines, they will hatch and they will start growing. So they grow there, they keep growing and cause the problems we said. Okay, uh, just to enlarge this question, I think my colleagues will also have to participate here. Uh, we've seen vegetables having some something like uh, eggs yes. on top. And then, now, sir, I think, sir, you, you, you jump on it and then my friends, they, they also come in. Does it mean that those eggs, they, they are the ones which normally produce the worms? Uh, well, not. I don't think the what you see on the vegetables is the eggs for the worms because they are not visible. They are very small. These eggs are very small to our open eyes. To our eyes are unaided and supported eyes. We can only see these eggs under a microscope. Yes, so what you usually see, I don't think it is uh, eggs for the worms. But uh, usually, indeed, there is little eggs that are seated on the vegetable. So when you swallow the vegetable, you are swallowing the worm, the egg that uh, hatches. Right. Just the same way egg of a chicken hatches. It will hatch inside your stomach because it's the best environment for it. You remember that uh, a chicken has to sit on eggs for it to hatch, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yes, but for these worms, they have to be swallowed okay. to hatch worms. Okay. Our second question is who can contract intestinal worms and how? I think for the question of how we've, uh, that one has been already answered through what we eat, now who can contract intestinal worms? Just like I said, as long as you eat. And uh, it's common among children because children are not conscious, they're not aware of uh, handy cleanliness, personal hygiene. They will be touching, playing on the ground, and then shortly they're eating something without washing hands. So you tend to find these worms more commonly in children. But otherwise, anyone can, as long as you don't keep yourself very well. You don't wash your hands, you eat raw stuff, and uh, you know this. So it's everybody who can get the worms, okay? So as long as you can swallow, then you potentially can swallow the egg that will hatch into worms. But technot is common among children for reasons that we've said. Eh? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think as I wind up my second part, 
Uh, you guys, can you prepare questions for our guest here? My last question is that why are intestinal worms neglected as a health problem? Why is it that we neglect <coughs> this, uh, this problem? Yeah, well, it's um, indeed the worms are among the, um, the diseases that are, are recognized as neglected. But I can say that I think a lot of uh, work is done by most governments, including our government, international bodies. They pay attention because that is how come the deworming programs. Those deworming programs is because I think attention is being paid to the worms. They are being... In neglected because probably because they they, they don't uh, immediately show problems they, they, like we've seen the COVID. COVID catches a lot of people in a short time and people start dying and all that. Eh? So to give you pay attention to such things, but uh, for these ones you ingest the egg that you don't even see. Then later on it will stay with you for a long time without feeling anything, no symptoms, nothing until the day it's expelled through the stool or you vomit it. That's when you, people start worrying about it, and um, hence they don't. There's little attention paid. But uh, routinely now, there are programs that uh, are focusing on them to ensure that uh, people and children mostly are regularly uh, dewormed. Uh, maybe, guys, you have questions? No, we have understood. Okay. Mbondi Mani Hajivela Janguja Vili. And Yandabu Yogwa Mbaguti Mbondi Maluazi Amui. Gatuavi kila mano Alimwe gatubona guti Tualiaga watu Kamboa guti mango watu Gatu hivya hagulia Hagulia hivya watu I'm coming for the money And I ain't trying to stop From my chingu no pulani Alright, so we are just from looking at the common causes of intestinal worms. And so do watch out for for our last part and on which we'll be looking at the risk factors of contracting intestinal worms. So I hope Novulea you guys soon you are not good eh? you are only concentrating on we want to hear more so that they will contribute so we are going in our third and last uh, session which is the risk factors of contracting intestinal worms and do please welcome our third host Get 
Uh, the risk factors of contracting intestinal worms. Number one question ni vintu va branji va mevi nga pase kuti muntu atenge iyaminati kamba pwati intestinal worms iso kanda njwa kazamu mala. What are the risk factors? Anko, over to you. Na risk factors ina ajipa uti muntu ahambane vuli ambugula mawazaya mawemzi. Inga atuari hambi degari ntuari kwa mbala mjuguwa uti uti ganji ganji uri ya hita chani hita jigi duwe na wajibweza mbulima zubanoa mango waire kukweza ili ngo kukuzwa nsi hita isambi detono isa ya waire uri ya Umanza, Tosambi, ndiza bozui dagonsengwe Waile kuchani uweza boli ngo wagulia And Ahimbi hagulia mbuli Kwa pede mgo ya ni humatari gilo wa ishu mbuli Marepu, makabeji, ansiji mbi ya hibonko Anzie Peanut, what pumpkin leaves? Lungu, yes, sure, yes. You know, mumyunda, you know, amana umanda mbuli muminzi, kanji kanji, ngabainka uguli mabantu, walali bihia kumyunda, amana kuena kwa ansengwe kwa ibede, amana wahangali ulungu, momoya mobajela hibonko, ahimowaya utibaga ujige, ino utimutuka jisi mawemzi mtuwa muhovo olasia imajia mawemzi wamana mwabweza hiyo muhovo utinatumajijiga kwa watu bantubara ya mbugila batili ya jishu ya muhovo masena munga ati mbuzita higo menda masho ntu wakusambagu manza ino intuilaita ya putumaru waza mawemza ya muswe na munsi munsi Okay, uh, right now, I want them to introduce themselves, starting from him. You can introduce yourself because of what you Quickly, Okay, and uh, the other bro who's there to introduce himself as well. Biri Chalova. And uh, my lady here. 
Ruth Zulu. Okay, you guys, you're welcome. Mm, to continue with our discussion, the question is uh, what measures are being taken <coughs> so that we can prevent these intestinal worms. What measures are being taken either by the people or by the, the medical personnel? What measures have been put in place? Okay, um, there are several measures being taken. Maguli nzira injanji wahulmende hova bika yagutguhiri yaguti vantu watajiski mawens. There are several measures that the government is put in place. For example, the the deworming program that is usually um, is running annually several times. I think in the in, in the year at least twice. <coughs> I know in a year, exactly. children mm-hmm. get to be to receive medicine to be dewormed, and uh, and uh, of course these medicines are readily available. Okay. Yeah, they're readily available everywhere in our government institutions as well as in the private sector. You can buy it in drug shops. Okay. You know, so yeah. And uh, otherwise, also promotion of uh, sanitation, improving the water supply as well as the environment, making sure that uh, all households have uh, toilets, whether it's uh, waterborne or petra trains. All these programs they are focused on controlling uh, partly the intestinal worms. Okay, and in my question, you could studio, but before you say it is said, according to everyone, and even on Twitter, it is written it is first, you can go ahead. <laughs> okay, and now when I'm like a story, uncle, because one is in my then I think when I pick up hospital, I'm just a bunch, then I'm just a young, at an alpha. So, if he, does it mean that I am uh, my wins? Yeah, it's important in some way, or maybe there's an amount that's supposed to be left, or see a funic or a funic. You want even to add before answering it? Before, Okay, Mawenzi, they are not required in mobility. They are not necessary. They are a parasite. They actually cause a lot of problems. They will cause you anemia, cancer, they begin to fail to grow and the they become stunted, they will absorb a lot of your vitamin A. Vitamin A is important for our bodies. And then also, because it just impair the development of a person, the person will not grow very well. They can cause obstructions. You know, where Matumbo, Mala, Onsaria, have seen Kakambogama worms. So they no need for worms in the body. They, they are a parasite. We don't need not even one at all. So take note, we are discussing intestinal worms today, okay? These worms are not necessary and I don't think that uh, the child that passed on passed on because they removed the worms. If at all that child passed on, it was not because they removed the worms. It should have been something else. Okay, so and uh, we, before we continue, so we have a text message uh, from Joshua 
who is in ten, ten pack. The message, the, the, the message is nice program, but a bit scary. I'm really enjoying. And you open joke as a debate. Because I want you, I want you. What it? You can go ahead. Uh, it's interesting. At uh, Ten Park, mm-hmm. uh, Ten Park, there is a lot of human activities there. There are a lot of people who are selling all the time and doing things, and I don't know which toilets they are using. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, this is a very important, especially that we are discussing intestinal worms because they are passed. When you pass your stool, you leave eggs in, you know, on the environment, and, and then others will pick them somehow through contamination of a soil. Apparently, these worms are sometimes called soil-transmitted worms or something like that, you know, because they're primarily contaminated soil, but it's too can transmit these worms, yeah. Okay, and uh, to our listeners, at this time, I officially open the studio hotlines. You can now go and contribute. The airtel line to use, it is 0974 or you can use the MTN line, which is zero seven six three ninety eight seventy nine eighty seven zero seven six three ninety eight seventy nine eighty seven. Quickly, I have a question. Yes, uh, my question is uh, these same intestinal worms. Is there the age group that is found with this same disease? And if yes, why are these deworming programs given to children only? Okay. Yeah, that's an interesting question. Again, similar to one that I was asked earlier, that uh, indeed the worms affect anyone. But uh, just like I said, the children usually are not very conscious with their personal cleanliness and personal hygiene. You know, they'll be playing in the soil, and then the next time they're eating a mango without washing hands, without washing the mango itself. For us adults, you te- you have a tendency to wash your hands, pick the, uh, wash, you know, the clean one, and uh, yeah, sure. Okay, at this point, uh, we are not going to have our fourth host in Independent Chokera, but don't worry, it's Karimo Bonsen Studio. I'm going to get to my agent in the CVT. I it's time to pick up the cause because um, the other thing Lelo, it's special so mwakati tumila mzatu uzazina anu kwe mulili na maezi anu gamvela son kukamba maezi anu mzakamba inendine olivia nilikumazabuka nilimurenji ya kuma 20 nilimurenji ya kuma 30 ya kuma 40 but ngamulimashikata Mzatu uza maezian, so straight away we have a caller. Hello? Yes, how are you? Fine, thank you. How are you? What's your name and where are you calling us from? Mr. Mbewe calling you from within Mazabuk. Mr. Mbewe, how old are you? 29. Yes. So Mr. Mbewe is 29 calling us within Mazabuka. What's your question or contribution on today's topic? Intestinal yeah. worms. To start with, yeah, it's a good topic. I'm following it. All right. Uh huh. Then my question is like this: um, I've seen most of the ladies or women 
were pregnant eating uh, soil. All right. Not knowing is there or can it affect uh, someone, let's say a baby who is doing the what uh, the womb, since maybe in the soil, the same soil can find the same eggs. Uh, they aren't the dog. Just talking about some like that. Now, if that soil can have the same eggs, can those worms affect the baby in the what? All right, thank you very much for that nice question. So, Mr. Mbewe is asking to say, uh, is there um, an effect, especially to these women who like eating so during their pregnancy, and does it affect or can it affect the unborn baby? Okay, can so, I take it? Yeah, no, you can, uh, I think you can drop down the question as we pick up this call, then we're going to answer. Hello? Hello. Hello, what's your name and where are you calling us from? This is Joshua from Pinpark. Mr. Joshua, how old are you? I'm 20 years old. Okay, so you can ask your question or you can lay down your contribution. Uh, yes, I want to ask. Uh, I guess I think that sometimes the worms, they may be curious whether they end up entering the liver or some other organs. So now I want to ask if they may, if, if may, if maybe by mistake they enter the liver. Does it mean that you have to undergo an operation or what? All right. Thank you very much for that question. Okay, so Joshua is asking to say, Joshua is 21 years from Ten Park, guys, and he's asking, saying, uh, Does it mean you have to go, um, you have to undergo an operation or what? Can it affect the river? So okay. I think from now, you can start answering yeah, sure. those questions. I think questions we yeah. can take the questions quickly so that we give it time to more people. So, yeah, Joshua's question about the liver. The worms, indeed, they can um, go into the liver, drainage. Once they obstruct the liver as drainage, it will cause problems of the liver. You start looking yellow, your eyes yellow, you start looking your whole skin yellow, you pass urine that is yellow, it causes a swelling of the liver itself, and uh, you begin to suffer from problems of the liver that are very dangerous and they can kill someone. So does it so literally mean that when so you start uh, having yellow urine, no. you need to maybe take consideration of maybe visiting the clinic? Okay, yeah. Well, it's, yeah obviously, once you have um, these unusual things, uh, yellow urine and your eyes and so forth, there are several things that can cause these signs. Okay. But uh, today we are discussing worms, and these intestinal worms are one of them right. that can cause this problem. Yes, indeed, if you are going to see signs of you being yellow and so forth, passing yellow urine, immediately you must rush to the hospital. They will help you identify what the problem is. If it's worms, they are treatable, and uh, we know how to what to do about them. Yeah. So quickly getting to the pregnant women. Pregnant women, because of pregnancy, they have a tendency to begin to feel the edge to eat soil. The soil is the iron, the edge, because there is a tendency to either dilute their blood. The, the blood gets diluted, so the hemoglobin goes down, so it creates an edge for them to eat soil. And usually they go to pick soil from the 
small ant hills, and that's where even people so go behind the ant hill to go and uh, <laughs> and uh, you know relieve themselves. <laughs> so it is unsafe for the women. They tend to pick indeed uh, intestinal worms from there, mm-hmm. and if they swallow them, they obviously affect the they are healthy as a mother. They won't directly affect the baby that is growing. The worms will not go into the baby, but mm-hmm. it will start competing for nutrition with worms. Okay. So that is not good for the mother as well as the baby that is growing in the mother. All right. So my fellow youths, at this point, do you have any questions? Yes. Okay, go on. <coughs> when we were growing up, they were telling us that it either they come out from... Yes, from your mouth. Wow. <laughs> that part. Yeah. Oh, yes. down on the ano part. Yes. 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 Yeah, the other part. Yes. So now, when they when they come out from your mouth, they used to scare us that do not do not uh, crush it by accident. Mm-hmm. Now, does it mean that they they are poisonous or dangerous to health when you cut them uh, accidentally? <laughs> No, no, no. I, uh, I think this matter came up earlier. No, there is no known evidence that uh, they are poisonous when you crush them. Uh, it's just, uh, I think, not very appealing to crush a worm. You know, but uh, there is no known science that uh, when you crush it, then it poisons you. No. Yeah. Okay. So we are discussing intestinal worms, and if you want to lay down your comment or to ask a question, all you have to do is dial zero nine seven four ninety seven two zero seven, or rather use the MTN line zero seven six three nine eight seven nine eight seven, and you'll be through to web radio. You have a question? Ah, uh, sir, have a question. Yeah. So for these same worms, if a person has been affected by these worms, do you have a certain period where uh, people have to be vaccinated or what? Okay. Um, the, um, there is a routine program where regularly people get dewormed. You give them medicines today just once and all the worms if they have any worms in the intestines will be expelled will come out you can repeat that after a year again after maybe six months maybe in a year twice is a good practice including the program that i think is run by government it's uh, twice in a year at a minimum so people tend to be given you know if you are a a person that is infested with these worms and suddenly you see worm being expelled through the anus or through the mouth, you must get treatment. The medicine is available everywhere, but once you get your treatment, it is best that uh, the first time you get your treatment, that treatment is repeated a few weeks later to just ensure that if those worms that were mature and adult worms are expelled, you give time for the eggs because there is usually eggs also that uh, remain and only can be treated when they hatch within yourself. So it's best that the treatment is repeated. And uh, if that is done, then you know you've cleared them. Okay, so we are still discussing intestinal worms. This is your favorite radio show, Youth Link Cup. 
mawemu amu mala here intestines mala ina jitonga so mawemu amu mala so tuwabona uti Mugwinda mugudia hintu ya doti, kutia saham, hintu mbuli maveji, mafruti, kutia jigaga watu nyama, inga makala mawe mwa mumala. So cleanliness, it's very, very vital, ili involved. Kutimwa sola kuba clean maningi, gamusa hintu hili onse omtalia, especially these things that we find in the streets. We should be very, very careful as we are eating those things. Yes, you have a contribution? Uh, Alright. After some 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 time, wawanzara. So does it mean that mawemzingemuna olumuvantu bapati alagupa goti hagulia gaita kadi muda for a long period of time? Yeah, it is uh, correct that wadia uh, jagulia. It is required by your body, and it's also required by the worms. So imagine that uh, you took uh, a, a snack. Okay, let's say one bun. And you're hoping that it gives you the energy and all the nutrients that you need out of it. So but we uh, have a caller. Okay. Hello? Hello? We've lost that caller, but please do try to call us back or rather send us an SMS. So, yes, you're competing with the worms, the worms for the same food, <coughs> for the same bun you ate. The worms want part of it and you so in the end if you wanted the hundred of your energy yes so a percentage of it will go to the worms mm, we have a caller hello yeah. <laughs> please stay away from the radio i'm getting that bad feedback hello Okay, I've lost that caller. Please make sure that as you are trying to reach web radio, you stay away from the radio or else we will disqualify you because we are avoiding to, of getting that feedback. Please, you may continue. Oh, I've got a question. All right. Um, you, okay. okay. <laughs> Hello? Hello. Afternoon. Afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling us from? I'm calling you from within Mazabuka. Your name? My name is uh, Gerard. Mr. Gerard, my last question, how old are you? I'm 27. Okay, Mr. Gerard from Mazabuka, within Mazabuka, what's your question or contribution on today's topic? Uh, first of all, Mr. Abenzo, how are you? Good show there. I'm well. How are you yourself? It's good to have good. you here. Yes. Uh, my my, co- my major is just a concern. I'm, 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 I'm following your program. Uh... Is there a possibility that the same uh, the same intestinal worms, if they do manage to penetrate the vital organs, they can uh, cause diseases like, like heart failure, uh, kidney failure, and other diseases that are related to vital organs in the human body? Thank you. Thank you very much. 
Okay, the the worms we are discussing today are called the intestinal worms, so they stay in the intestines. So they will have access to the organs that are connected to the intestines. The heart is quite remote from the intestines, so they will not have access directly. And uh, therefore, it's uh, unlikely that these worms will cause, uh, the ones we are discussing today, will cause uh, problems of the heart. They will cause problems of the liver, of the pancreas, and indeed the intestines themselves, and not uh, so much of uh, the kidneys and the, and, and, the, and the heart. There are some worms that we call tissue worms, tissue um, nematodes. Sorry to cut you, but as you are trying to conclude with that uh Answering, you may as well give your conclusion because we are running out of time. Okay, yeah. that's all right. So there are other worms that we call tissue worms, tissue nematodes. For these ones, they pass through the blood. They will end up in all parts of the body. They may, some of them even go into the brain. They will go into the heart and the kidneys and the other parts. But the worms in discussion today are just restricted to the to the intestines. So to answer the question, yes and no, the intestinal nematodes will affect certain internal organs like the liver and the and, and, and pancreas, but not really the heart and the, the kidneys. Yeah, so I hope I've been clear about that question. And just in concluding, um, yet again, I think this was a, a necessary topic to discuss and discussing it at this time when... Uh, there is a lot of consumption of mangoes and water, <laughs> and water <laughs> contaminating, uh, drinking sauces and all that. And uh, so it was uh, well timed. I would like to thank you, Tim, okay. for being timely in choosing this topic for discussion today. And I think you must continue. This program is very insightful to everybody of us. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, sir, for coming through. And thank you for sacrificing your time to be with us so that you can enlighten this discussion. My fellow youths, you may say bye-bye to your friends as we are closing. Bye. Bye, everyone. And do join us next week on Saturday. Do the kilo as we are saying bye. Eh? Okay. So the kilo we are about to do now, it's known as paramount kilo. And you say, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so those were the youth link up guys. Yes, I yanke lelo mailo asaka bwere. Ah, not mailo, but pasata de kozi. Ito pikenze ya mosha. I'm sure everyone niba tengako one or two things. So do join us next week on a Saturday for yet another interesting topic. It's a bye-bye from us. And Out in the street, Oliver This is time for you to get educated by a show
Link up every Saturday, 13 to 14 hours. Brought to you with compliments from Children's Radio Foundation. Wavy Fame, the rhythm of life.